the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, it is the Mess It Up Podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy, and we are here on beautiful show number 113. And I'm super excited. We've got two guests today. One of them is a returning guest that uh, you'll recognize uh, her voice, and then uh, another one that we have not had on the show yet, but is equally as enthralling. So I'll be excited to introduce those uh, to you in just a little bit. But I wanted to remind you of a few things up front before we get too far into this thing. First of all, our word of the week this week is disposition. And disposition is uh, meaning in terms of like a person's qualities, their uh, character, the inherent uh, nature of the person. And hopefully that makes a little more sense to you as we go along in the show why we're doing um, disposition. Uh, I also noticed as we were driving, my wife has made me listen to the podcast as we're driving across the country. And right now I'm, it's still pandemic time. We're at the uh, closing ends of all the lockdown and we've made our way from Tennessee. We are now in beautiful Portland, well, outside of Portland, Oregon. And uh, the thing that I've noticed is I have a tendency of saying, uh, as I record. So I'm really mindful right now to not have those verbal cues and lags that let me lean into something. So if I sound a little bit funny, that's because I'm thinking more than normal, which doesn't take much. So anyhow, uh, that's what's going on with that. But I want to remind people about the social media that we do. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And yes, people, we're on MySpace. We have a MySpace. And uh, I'm really dying to see if we can just revive the old hype from the early 2000s on MySpace. You should see the faces on the guests right now. Their, their eyebrows are knit together like a like Christmas stocking. I, I didn't even know it was still around. It is still a thing. Yes, it's still a thing. Owned by Elon Musk, the mm. guy who does Tesla motor cars. Uh, oh. He bought it. So anyhow, we're there. So check it out. Um, and uh, that makes me happy. We're also on uh, Reddit. So if you go to our Reddit sub uh, Reddit account under Messed Up Ministries, you can uh, join in the conversation there and make it more fun by responding to things that I've written. Uh, a lot of other places you can find things for our Messed Up Ministries. Uh, one of them is to go to the uh, Minister of Mocha blog each week on Mondays. Check that out. I try to give you a little bit of hope. Also, uh, we have a book out. Uh, I, we, I have a book out. I wrote a book called Still in Beta. It, it is uh, on Amazon. Uh, you can get it for your Kindle. You can also buy a paperback copy of it there. You can also get it on your Apple uh, books uh, to read on your iPad or your iPhone or whatever your Apple device is that you want to read. And uh, soon it will be on Audible as well. We're, we're getting an Audible version for that. So I will get that going for you as soon as I can. Uh, still working on the recording of that and getting that all squared away, but that should be here sometime in the not too very distant future. If you would like to support the show, and I know a lot of you do want to support the show, a lot of you do support the show, uh, there's several ways that you can do that. The easiest, most uh, unobtrusive way to do it is to go on to wherever you're listening and give us a rating and give us a review. Uh, it really helps the algorithms to find new uh, users when the shows are well-rated and well-reviewed and that there's several of them. So if you could go out to Apple Podcasts or 
SoundCloud or Spotify or wherever you're listening and give us a review and a rating. That would really, really help us out a lot. You can also become a patron. And what a patron is, is a person who sponsors us financially to keep the uh, lights running, the energy going, and the websites uh, on the air. Uh, and that can happen for as little as a dollar a month. You can become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com slash messituppodcast. Uh, maybe it's mess it up. I should check that out before I say it. And yeah, go to go to go to Patreon and search for mess it up. Or the easiest way is go to messituppodcast.com. Click on become a patron, and it'll take you right to our Patreon page. And uh, what that does is you can give us a monthly uh, donation to help pay the bills for stuff like uh, hosting and the websites and all that kind of stuff. Really does help out. And if just every listener. Uh, joined at a dollar a month, that would be a huge, huge bonus to us and would really be a blessing. We really appreciate uh, everybody who does uh, give us uh, money on the Patreon, and we've got goodies for you as well. Uh, one of the things that we're doing right now is everybody who's a patron gets a free copy of the book in the uh, media of their choice. They can eat paperback or Kindle or Apple Books or whatever you want. Um, we do that for our patrons. Uh, there's some cool window stickers, T-shirts, that kind of stuff as well. So uh, check it out. Become a patron if you want. And you can stop that at any point uh, that you want if you feel like you're not getting your money's worth out of it. And if you just want to listen, that's fine too. Because as always, we will always be free for you here on the Mess It Up podcast. So I think that that's all that I have to say about that. I feel a little bit like Forrest Gump. Uh, I told the ladies that it would be about a minute or two before I let them speak, and it's now been five and a half minutes, <laughs> which might shed some light on the topics that we're going to talk about later. But uh, ladies, I'm just going to let you go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Faith Paxton. And I'm Becca Paxton. And Faith, how will we know you? Where, where can we find you uh, on the world? I am on Instagram at paxtonpantry.com. You can see I have some YouTube videos. I do a lot of cooking and... Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and cooking. Yeah. yeah, and you will be uh, opening catering with that uh, soon for the uh, greater Portland area, or what's up with that? Yeah, we're looking at starting sometime in the upcoming future, starting a catering business, um, getting some business going with that, because I really enjoy it. My husband loves making jams and barbecue sauce, and we're getting some of that ready for sale. And Yeah, yeah. And so uh, look up Paxton Pantry. Um, on Instagram. We have PaxtonPantry.com as well. It's not fully up and going yet, but you can kind of see some of the stuff I'm making and cooking and Fantastic. Paxton.Pantry on Instagram, by the way. So it might not show up if you just put in Paxton Pantry. Oh, okay. That, there's a... Becca does my... Oh, my oh you've got people. <laughs> and, and you have a YouTube channel, too. People can subscribe to that. How, do, how can we find the YouTube channel? Uh, you can go to YouTube and look up Paxton Pantry. I think that's what it is on there. Just okay, and Paxton is P-A-X-T-O-N. Correct. Uh, so check those things out and uh, join in the fun. It, it, seriously, you can't taste the food, but you can feel the love uh, <laughs> when you uh, see the things. Uh, it's just a lot of, a lot of shenanigans yes. going on. Mm -hmm. um, I've been enjoying my time up here with the Paxtons. We've done some cooking already. We're going to do some more cooking. Um, I've been told that I might show up on the YouTube. Uh, thing. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, because I'm going to be on the YouTube and because uh, uh, we love the uh, Paxton family so much, if you will uh, put up something on social media and uh, use the hashtag Paxton Pantry, uh, we will give something out 
uh, to people who do that. Uh, I will choose the first, let's say the first four people who post something with Paxton Pantry after this comes out uh, will get a uh, Starbucks card. And uh, this will be coming out June 9th. So um, I will choose people, uh, the first uh, four people after June 9th that put something up with the hashtag Paxton Pantry uh, get a Starbucks card courtesy of the Mess It Up podcast. I, and I love that enough that the Paxton Pantry will throw in a little something too. Hey there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. We'll throw in a jam or barbecue sauce. Nice. Latino. Outstanding. So uh, that's outstanding. We look forward to that. So. All right, ladies, I told you it would be about 10 or 15 minutes before we took a break. And it's now... <laughs> That's break time! <laughs> it's eight and a half minutes in and we have not yet started talking. This is what you can expect with a visit to the Paxton family. Um, so, uh, Faith, you've been on the show before. Becca, you have not. Nope. Uh, but we noticed you have the same last name. Can you tell us just a little bit about Becca? Uh, I'm Faith's daughter. Okay. I'm in high school still, so I'm a junior in high school. be graduating next year after... I graduate and then yeah yeah that's i don't know what else did you want me to say about i myself didn't know there? if you wanted to say who your favorite uh non-paxton is favorite non-paxton yeah i don't harry styles is that you were looking for him oh oh, oh you wanted your oh <laughs> well you know best laid plans of mice and men and all that stuff i'm sorry um so when we were here uh, we've been friends uh i've been friends with the paxton family since uh this young lady was born, yeah. basically. Their, her whole life, uh, we've been friends. Yeah. Uh, Dan and Faith were the youth pastors at our church, and they came, and then all of a sudden there was Becca, and my daughter was uh, involved with the youth ministry there at the church. And so we have been friends for, well, your whole life. Yeah. And uh, we're up here visiting, and as we were visiting and sitting around talking and just doing things, Becca and Faith were talking about this thing called Enneagrams, and I was very curious about it, and we started looking at it. We can take tests and do things, and they have basically uh, put me in a box, personality-wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, they we're, we're just kind of looking at where you come from, and it's another one. Of, well, tell tell us what these Enneagram things are. So it's a personality test, like you said. There's nine personalities, and they're different. Everyone is different, but they're all connected somehow, and I think that makes it different than other personality tests because they're connected and like you can grow and like there's there's so much more than just like a personality test it can really help you navigate a lot of things how did you how did you become knowledgeable about this particular personality test so my cousin came up like two years ago for spring break and she like had us take the test and then my school got really into it like a few months later and then that's probably when I got more into it because everyone around me was into it. So I was like, oh, this is cool. I want to be cool. So I took all the tests and I redid it. And I got a different number than the first one. But I related more to the second one. So Is that multiple personalities? No. <laughs> I just mistyped myself the first time. And then okay. I went and I did it again. And I was a different number. And it was my friends all took the test. And we were like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So with your school using this, mm -hmm. um, is that a thing where they just had everybody do it? Or do they use it in particular classes or it was my devos class that did it and then we just asked our friends outside of our devos class to take what it. is that so because i go to a christian school it's like um homeroom mixed with like a work like a like a worship class i don't know there's a lot of prayer and like devotions involved in okay it so well. devo would be devotion yeah but there's okay. also homeroom aspect to it because we don't have a homeroom so okay. it's like it's not our grade though it's just different people okay and they put us together 
Interesting, interesting. And so was the reaction to the other students a positive one? Was it skeptical? No one was against it. Everyone was either for it or they just were like, eh, I don't I don't care. You can take the test for me. I, I don't really care about it. So. And because you'd had experience with your cousin, did that make you a little more open to it? Or is it something that you would Because I had known about it, I felt more comfortable being like, oh, I think I know what I am. And then talking about it with them and like helping them learn too. Okay. And when you, you said you tested one way and then you retested, you came... How did that feel? Do you feel like you had, like, I made a mistake before, or I'm growing, or this whole thing is Just learning flawed? more about myself, learning more about my motivations and stuff. Not not necessarily I'm growing or not growing, or like, oh, I made a mistake. It was just, I found this thing out, and I found something else out. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Interesting. See, now, I, I would tend to be like, <laughs> oh, you know, one of the things about taking multiple, you know, person, multiple personality tests. <laughs> <laughs> That's but a whole taking, different test. Personality test multiple times. Yeah. I always, uh, I like the um, reassurance of it or, or making mm. sure that I'm getting it correct. But I also sometimes worry that I am not going to do the same thing. It's like, okay, well, and, and, and overthinking it is, mm-hmm. is a problem that I have a tendency of doing. So today, Becca took me through and, and I, I took the test and it was on her phone. It was 14 pages <laughs> of questions. Uh, which can be a little daunting, yeah. but it really didn't take, I mean, a few minutes. There's shorter tests. It's just that one's the most accurate, especially yeah. if you're going with someone who has, knows nothing about the Enneagram. If you take the one that's longer and more personal, more like intense, it's a little better to get better results. Yeah. And I found that um, I wanted to give knee-jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times the questions made me, <laughs> I got very frustrated by the questions. I'm like, well, that's just... You know, I can't, I can't decide. And then Becca made the comment, well, if you have too many, you know, in-betweens, because the, the answers are, for each response you ask, or question you ask, it's yes, no, or... Maybe. Maybe. And, or sometimes, yeah. or per- perhaps. perhaps. Something yeah, like that. kind of things. Middle ground. And I'm like, huh. And she told me, well, if you have too many in the middle ground, then it, you know, kind of skews the results and it's hard to nail you down. And I was like, oh, man. So then I'm in my head thinking, I don't want to be nothing. I don't want to be too vanilla. <laughs> and so I would give a knee-jerk reaction and then she'd put the word in but or because or and due to the fact. And I was like, oh, but it's it, the first half of the question is yes. The second half of the question is no. What do I say? It was it was just really a a a tricky, dodgy kind of thing for me. But I feel like you did a lot of the questions. You answered very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like you knew, like, which I found, like I was chuckling in the background because I found it humorous that you knew yourself so well. Most people, I don't think most people answer as quickly as you do. If you watched Bev take it like five minutes before you, she took about a half a minute to answer each question. Yeah, much more painstaking. Yes. yes. And I feel like I, I've done a lot of personality tests, so I feel like, the knee-jerk reaction is the best, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of give, this is what my gut feeling is. Um, but also, I just wrote a 400-page book <laughs> about me, so I feel like I'm a you little know, bit in touch with you myself. You know yourself pretty good. Now, as you were listening, you both have known me for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Did I, were, were you like, okay, yeah, this is the answer he's going to give, and he gave it? Or mm-hmm. was like, really? That's your answer? Because I, I did listen, you know, to when Bev was doing, there were a couple of questions like, I don't think I agree with her answer, but I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Uh, because, and now that she's listening, she knows. Uh, but um, did, did you feel like my answers, yes. even though they were knee-jerk, were like, 
accurate or did you think well there was sometimes you were taking a long time to answer a question because you were playing with that but this but we felt like it was super obvious like i was like why aren't you answering that right away <laughs> duh like you answered the last question so quickly why didn't you answer this like it's so obvious to me mm-hmm. but um for the most part i think you answered spot on when you were answering the questions Nice, yeah. nice. Well, cool. I uh, I hope that it gave you an idea about my disposition, which I just earned 10 bonus Ooh, points for using oh, the word wow. sentence. Yes, good job. Um, and part of my disposition is that I have to make the show flow. And right now we have come to the point where we are, I mean, over 16 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely time to hit our song of the week. And as I asked for a song of the week, Becca came up with a song by Carrie Joe. But this is a song... Uh, and it's Carrie, Carrie Job and... Cody Carnes and Elevation Worship. Yeah, so it's like one of these whole party band kind of things. But the song is The Blessing, and I hope that it's a blessing to you. We'll be back in 90 seconds to talk about it. perfect and as I was driving down the highway coming across the country we heard this song and we've been hearing it and I've told uh, Andrew my music guy for Celebrate Recovery that we need to do this song and then I also uh, heard it on Mother's Day uh, when we were watching or listening to church uh, in the car going out to my niece's house we heard this song I was like oh that's such a gorgeous song and I need to do it on the podcast and then I asked Becca what we should do and she's like oh we should do this song I was like Okay, and it didn't click to me that that's what it's called because I always wanted to be called Amen. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but it's it's just I think it's one of those uh, anointed uh, moments where it's just it's meant to be. And is there anything that stands out to you guys about the song? I think that this that Becca picked this song um, is a perfect timing, especially for what we're in right now, um, just because it's talking about the Lord bless you and keep you and you know shine His peace. face upon you in a peace in a time when we're in a pandemic you know culture and everybody is freaking out a little bit you know here and there and things are not as life used to be and so I love this song just for the fact that that is a very calming and peaceful song and kind of reminds us where to focus yeah yeah anything stand out with you Becca I feel like that's really like that sums it up it's just 
it's very peaceful. Like you just listen to it and I feel at peace when I listen to it. Yeah. And that's a nice thing to have. Like you said, in a, in a pandemic to have that calm, that peace mm-hmm. that passes understanding. It's a, a much used phrase, but it's really true mm-hmm. uh, that, that that's what God gives. And I think for me, the idea that this is a blessing, that it's, it's offering a blessing to people. And, and so frequently I will ask people, hey, you want to pray? Oh, I don't know how to pray. Yeah, you do. Yeah. God, just bless my family. God, bless my friends. God, bless mm-hmm. my neighbor and, and, and whoever. And it's just a conversation with God. Hey, thanks for this. You know, continue to watch out for us. And amen. And I love the repetitive, the amen. It's mm-hmm. so just, um, I guess, peaceful is the word. Yeah. Just... Say ditto, you know. Uh, so uh, thanks. That was that was a good uh, a good job, Becca. Thank you. I approve of your uh, your brains. Um, so getting back to this enneagram thing, um, how many times have you done this, uh, Becca? Taken the test or given it to people? Taken the test. I've taken it probably two or three times about different different types of tests too. Okay, and how many times have you given it to people? Probably fifteen. I don't. Okay. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Faith, how did you get involved with this? Um, well, before Becca had me take the test, I have some friends at work who are very into it as well. And so before my niece came up and did it, my friends at work were kind of talking to me about it. And they were talking about their type and kind of saying, oh, this is what I think you are and blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of didn't give it a second thought. And then when my niece came up and her and Becca started doing it, I thought, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. And mm-hmm. And so then it just went from there. And then the more, the more we started talking about it, the more I was hearing it all over the place. I was seeing it on social media. I was seeing, oh, the Bible studies that mm-hmm. are done around Sermon it. series. Sermon series that are done around it and all kinds of stuff as well. Becca, can you give us just a couple of questions that you, on the, the test yeah. that you gave me? And there's, there's not just one test for this. Is that correct? There's several. There's several tests. Okay. This is the one that is the most in-depth, I feel like, that is free. Because there's something you have to pay for to take. Okay. Don't do that. Um, but some of the questions are like, I don't get depressed easily, if at all. Um, success, prestige, and recognition really matter to me. I love to take care of people and I'm good at it. I tend to trust most people. So these are questions and each question you're supposed to answer yes, no, or, you know. Partially. Partially. Yeah. So that can be true. Can, can you find some of the questions that, that you gave me? Do you remember any of the ones that when I did it, I was like, well, this is a dumb well, question. Well, I tried to look at the ones with the commas, but hold on. Let's just scroll through for a second. Um, it's hard for me to get my to put my feelings aside, even to get the job done. Or here's a really long one. I don't see the point in wallowing in negative emotions. When I begin to feel anxious, I tend to throw myself into distracting activities. Yeah. So, so you know, that's the thing that I found difficult. Is like, okay, I do that, but not because of this. And then I'm thinking, well, do I do it because of this? Is this why? <laughs> and then I, the whole Second conversation in yeah. the brain gets going and it's tricky. Um, so when you took the test the first time, did you land where you thought you would or was like, huh, didn't see that at myself or was like, time out, this is not even close? What was your reaction to your your initial taking of? I was like, I think I was a lot like Becca when the first time I took the test, um, I got a different Enneagram type than I actually am. Um, but both of the, num- the, the actual number that I really am 
the actual number that I really am, um, it seems when I finally got it, it made more sense to me, the, the type of personality that I have, and mm-hmm. it just made more sense. I still see a lot of myself as the other type that I first originally got, but the type two, which we said, that's definitely what you are as a type two, then I see in my life, this, yeah, this makes sense to me. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't like, oh, this is me. This is weird. No. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca? Really similar. I, when I got typed first, I was like, eh, I kind of relate. But then everyone around me like, no, yeah, that's definitely you. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was like, (laughs) I guess I'm a four. I guess I am. But then I really didn't, it didn't resonate with me. All the, like, the things people post, like, memes about it. And I was like, this I wouldn't do that. That's like, that's just not me. And then um, I was talking to my cousin about it. She's like, I think maybe you could be this number. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then when I, we had taken the test again in school, I took it again. And then I was like, that's me a thousand percent. Like I really relate with it. And then I really was like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like I, I'm so codependent. I want to make sure that I'm right. <laughs> and, you know, I need to make sure that I'm meeting people's uh, expectations what it is but I, I just I find it really interesting to see what it is uh, and in my life I see myself more of like a, a paint by numbers guy where I'm not one number I'm a bunch of numbers all together to make the picture and uh, it's hard for me to say where I fall anytime I take a personality test I think all right I'm really logical but I also mm-hmm. love emotion and I like to feel but I also like to, to just think things out logically and rationally so um, which is I mean, God made us as complex mm-hmm. individuals. Even dogs are complex. <laughs> so we must be just that much more. So um, what uh, what can people do if they want to do this? Uh, do they need to do they need to sign up for something? Can they test themselves? Do they, is it easier if somebody else gives you the test? To, how do people... I like giving it to people because I feel like when you verbally say it, they can process it better. But some people are better at just reading it doing themselves. But you can just look it up on Google and just look up um, Enneagram test free. And then it should pop up like Eclectic Energies. It's like a website that they have. And that's the one I use okay. for like the more in-depth one. And Enneagram is uh, spelled, how do you spell Enneagram? E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Okay. So, yeah. So do that and uh, and find out. Now, really want to caution people. Once you start doing this, you are not a qualified counselor, <laughs> psychiatrist. Don't do this test for your parents or your spouse to say, look, here's what you are. Now deal with it. You know, this is a thing. But I think it's really, it is an encouraging thing to do to get to know mm-hmm. uh, myself, to, to understand uh, maybe why I do certain things or why I react. And then to know why my wife mm-hmm. is reacting in a certain way. Because if I can understand like, oh, this person is a highly emotional person, that explains why they're not thinking about it logically. Or if they're just super logical, it's like, okay, well, that's why they seem to have no affect. And and it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. It explains things. It's not excuses mm-hmm. by any means, but it's definitely reasons. And uh, I feel like reasons are very, very valuable to understand each other, especially if we want to have communication and uh, and good relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, um <clears throat> Becky, you look like you're about to say something. I was going to say, yeah, it really helps like have a deeper understanding of anyone. Like you can take it with strange, like basically a stranger, like, and you're like, oh, it's your Enneagram type. If they already know, then I feel like I know the person like 10 times better just by knowing their Enneagram type, because I know what, what they go through in life. And like, it helps a little bit about their story and me understanding them and having more compassion for them. Yeah. 
Now, one thing that I... Faith, have you done this more than once? The, t- the test? Yeah. Yeah, I, I've done it like two or three times. Okay, and did you get similar results or did you get a changing picture as well? The um, the first time I got a seven and the, the next two times I got a two. So um, I think when we get that, 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 that difference, to me, I think that's beneficial. Mm-hmm. That we can see, okay, we're, we're changing and we're getting to know ourselves mm-hmm. a little bit better. And I think it... It does benefit to do it. I wouldn't say do it today and then do it tomorrow and see if the, you, know, you want to get some time, some yeah. space. And I think also the second time you do it, you kind of learn and you might be, you know, like sometimes if, if I'm uh, doing a job interview and I'm taking a personality test, I'm definitely giving answers that I want them to mm-hmm. see. Um, but if, if that's all you're doing in this for yourself, you're just fooling yourself and you already know who you are. So, you know, I think it's best to be the honest answer. And for me, I tried to be, you know, knee-jerk reactions. Uh, But whatever it is, I encourage you to get to know yourself better and to do this with your small group, with the Bible study that you're doing, um, people that you just want to get closer to and and understand better. I think it's a great, great tool and a great way to do that. So, yeah. Uh, So we have the mess of life. And now we've got this tool that you showed us. What's the message out of this tool for you guys? For me, one of the reasons that I really, since Becca and I started talking about this and really focusing on this, it's really helped me in relationships. And like we, like you both have been saying earlier, it helps you have a deeper understanding of people. And so when you have somebody who is particularly annoying to you, um, somebody who... Nobody could see me raise my hand. <laughs> somebody who just really gets on your nerves. If you... If you know what their Enneagram type is, I feel like you have a better chance of building a relationship with that person, even Mm -hmm. though the things that they do, the way they do things may annoy you. You can see past it because you can see, oh, this person isn't trying to annoy me on purpose, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but they're, but they're doing this because this is how they're wired. This is how they're built. And I can love them um, through my Enneagram type and how I Mm -hmm. love and how I am because God wants us to have unity. God wants us to love people and encourage people. And, and so I just feel like this is a great tool in ministry to help people really see the better side of people, help mm. people see why they are the way they are. And sometimes I think we get so focused on, oh, that person just annoys me, and oh, I don't like the way this person does things, and we forget mm. maybe they're doing things because of a trauma that has affected yeah. them. Maybe they're that's they're doing this because they're wired that way because of what they grew up with or how they're dealing with life. And I like that you, you, you didn't say you take this test and the person so you can figure out how to fix them. So you can understand. Yeah. Yes. So you can understand them better. And if we understand each other, the relationship, it's hard to have a better relate or to not have a better relationship if you have better understanding. It's just those naturally feed each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I feel like it gives me more grace with people, with people who are not necessarily annoying, but like if they're more aggressive, I don't tend to do well with a lot of aggression in people. And so I'm like, okay, just, you know, that's the way they are. That's who they are. That's what they do. Um, it helps me understand that they're not there to be mad at me. They're there. They're just doing what they normally do. That's just their knee-jerk reaction. That's how they are. It's not, I'm angry at you all the time. Or like anything, like the annoying personalities too. Like just having more grace with them and letting them be like, like I don't know, allowing them to be themselves mm-hmm. and accepting them and having more love for them because you know and understand how they are. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I thank you for, for doing this. And I noticed that Becca, you know, she does understand me better. Every time I come up, I always have to beg for compliments from Becca. And this time, she gave me one like the first day. And <laughs> I think she understands me. She knows well, my need to get the compliment. Nice. And so that's good. So it's, it's definitely working on me. It's probably the last one you'll get from her this whole trip. Oh, no. No, she keeps on giving it to me with just her beautiful smile. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so um, uh, I really appreciate you guys doing this uh, for us. I want to remind people about Paxton Pantry. Uh, if you do the hashtag Paxton, Paxton Pantry, we'll be looking for people to send some uh, some goodies to. Uh, take that Enneagram. Uh, it's on eclecticenergies.com, uh, but you can search for Enneagram, and that's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M uh, test uh, on Google, and you'll find that. Look for us on all of our social media outlets. Uh, buy a copy of the book. Hey, and if you buy a copy of the book, go in and give a review and a rating on that as well because it does bump it up in the the lists and make it more readily apparent to people looking for books. And I'm not looking to make a bunch of money, but I do want to get the story out there. So uh, please share that with people. Uh, share the show with people. Uh, listen to it a bazillion times so that way we, you know, when, when your dear old uh, bow tie guy goes looking at the lists or the, the, the statistics, he'll be like, oh, wow. Look, four people listen this week, or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's it's way more than that, but you know you get the idea. Also, uh, one of the fun things we're doing—well, I think it's fun—on Instagram and on Facebook. If you look up uh, CR or Celebrate Recovery at RCA Church, you'll find our Instagram and our Facebook. We're doing daily steps, and we took daily steps through Long Hollow Baptist Church uh, back in Tennessee, and then we did a full twelve steps in. Uh, Yellowstone, the day that it reopened uh, after the pandemic, we were there first day and we went around by Old Faithful waiting for it to erupt and did uh, daily steps. We're going to be doing daily steps on the way home. But uh, if you need just a little quick uh, amusing verse, check out those daily steps on uh, our Instagram and our Facebook for Celebrate Recovery at RCA Church. Anyhow, we love you people. I really appreciate the fact that you're listening and doing all that you do. Uh, and uh, I will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.